0: Is a Bramble Jam podcast.
1: Live
2: from the North Pole,
1: it's time for
2: Christmas morning, the daily show where every day is Christmas. Here are your host, Brand
3: and
4: Scott. And also Shannon. Wow, wow, wow. Hello, everybody. Welcome to
0: the monthly Christmas party. That's right. It's Tuesday and there's a Christmas morning episode on your feed because it's the 25th. Happy 25th, everybody. It's Brian. I'm happy to be back with my friend Scott and my friend Shannon. Shannon, Scott, hello.
2: Hello. It's good to be back.
0: Two weeks in a row for you, Shannon, because you filled in for me so wonderfully last week while I was out sick. So thank you so much. A wonderful episode.
3: Yes.
4: All the cool kids are celebrating a Christmas party in April. I am so thrilled to have Shannon here. Shannon, hi. Hello again.
2: Hello again. I'm just happy to be here as always and just... Excited for a new Christmas party.
4: Did you get a chance to listen to any of the clips that we have for today?
2: I did not. This is gonna be fresh.
4: Both of you are gonna be fresh. We have so much content today. The listeners totally pulled through on this one. Uh, I was a little nervous last week. We had some late submissions. It's actually gonna be a really long episode. Oh, wow, wow. Well, uh, enough of this silliness, let's just get into it. Before we get into all the fun stuff today, how about we do the countdown?
0: Uh, yes, please. To the world. <laughs> eight months until Christmas. Eight, months. eight, 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 <laughs> eight, eight, eight,
5: eight, <laughs>
3: eight,
5: eight, eight. Oh,
3: gosh. Eight, eight. <laughs> oont, 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 oh the
4: hip thrusting—that's the part that you everybody's can't even missing here. See my hips, Scott.
3: Very disturbing.
4: I've I've seen enough. <laughs> um, eight, eight months. You know what I want to know though, Bran? How it's many up? months until October 1st?
0: Oh <laughs>
4: boy, if only
2: No one wants to know this. No uh, one listen, wants to Listen, I'm representing Canada
4: here, and we all want to know. Thank you for representing Canada. <laughs> Why don't we get into the show? Shannon, how would you feel about reading some of the uh Christmas tradition emails that have come in?
2: Oh, I would love to do that. Go for it. Okay, great. We're kicking it off.
0: Wait, is it Christmas Traditions?
4: Oh boy.
0: Oh boy. It's time for Christmas traditions. Ooh.
2: That was that was beautiful. I have a tear in my eye.
4: You know, Shannon, that is the best banjo introduction I've ever heard to a Christmas tradition 100%. segment 100%. in the history of podcasting.
2: All right. Well, from <laughs> Seth Burrow. She's just rolling well. into
4: this brand. That's it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well well now okay
4: moving right along
2: (laughs) from seth burrows hey morning people i wanted to write in to share one of my personal christmas traditions for your next party since 2011 i've kept a bottle of coke in my fridge okay
4: all right okay
2: (laughs) it's not the same bottle (laughs) i have a box
4: of baking soda from 2011 in my fridge though so i can't throw stones
2: It's not the same bottle, don't worry, but every year I buy a Coke. Oh, it's the same box of baking soda for me. (laughs) But every year I buy a Coke, drink the old one while I decorate the tree, and put the new one in to save for next Christmas. I love this! Okay. Uh, (laughs) It started the first holiday season after I moved out of my childhood home when my best friend took me to buy a Christmas ornament celebrating my new place. The shop happened to be next to a pretty good barbecue place, so we decided to pop in and grab lunch. Being the holiday season, the restaurant was stocked with those classic glass Coke bottles with the iconic portrait of Santa, and I bought one to save for when I got home. After sitting in my fridge for a couple of days, I decided to keep it till next year so that I'd have a little bit of Santa Claus around for whenever I needed a boost of holiday cheer. All right. The bottle I bought in 2022 is tucked in a back corner of my fridge as I write this and has come to represent both the joy of new traditions and the importance of chosen family. For anyone who struggles with the holidays, I always encourage folks to look for new traditions wherever they are and not feel pressured to live up to some expectations of what Christmas ought to look like. Sometimes it can be as small as keeping a bottle of soda on hand. Merry Christmas and thanks for everything you do. Thanks, Seth, for that really interesting Christmas tradition with a bottle of Coke.
4: Yeah, that's fantastic. And I think one of the themes for today is going to be brand uh, our lives don't measure up to other people yes and i don't have anybody yeah. in my life that ever took me shopping <laughs> for a christmas ornament to celebrate no. my new place or to a barbecue no. place even although i am coming to yeah at greenville in july so maybe we can get some barbecue i'm sure we'll do
0: some barbecue i love that and now i want a coke so uh <laughs> yeah. mission accomplished i
4: guess i don't think you can get a bottle of coke zero in glass though i would love that Coke, if you're listening, please do that for the holidays this year. I'll start this tradition at my own abode. Poor
2: Scott. He's -hmm. left out of this tradition.
4: That's okay. Rose (laughs) came through with some diabetic stuff later, so don't worry. Oh, fantastic. 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 I have an audio clip from Paige Holland. Ooh, good. And she tells us about a family tradition that she has driving around looking at Christmas lights. And I have a note about this audio clip she recorded it during a thunderstorm i'm pretty sure and it's one of the most relaxing things you're ever going to hear in your life so don't let me get comfortable
0: let me get comfortable (laughs) i'm gonna just kind of be down here
6: i might fall asleep
0: it's
4: pretty great
6: hello morning people one of the christmas traditions that my family has done over the years is very silly but it has become very near and dear to me so back when i was in middle school because we are a very competitive family we started a Christmas light betting game. So whenever we pulled into our subdivision, before we turned onto our circular drive, each one of us in the car had to say our guess as to how many houses would be lit up with Christmas lights. And we tried to be spot on. It took a lot of strategy over the years because we had to think about what day in december it was you had to think about what time of day it was The houses were on timers you got to think about all of the things that we had scrooges in our neighborhood and so it, it has become one of my favorite things that i still make my family do to this day when we're together and driving at night and so it's really fun and of course every time my dad won he was a very sore winner And he would turn to me and say that quote from Christmas Vacation of everything I know about exterior illumination I learned from you, just to rub it in a little bit more. So I have loved that tradition and already am looking forward to this year. Thanks for all you guys do and for bringing the joy. Merry Christmas.
4: Merry Christmas. I love it. I haven't heard a thunderstorm here in Denver in over a year, so that was really, really awesome.
2: I hear one every night because I have one of those white noise machines. And so I do the thunderstorm setting. Yeah, You know, there could have been a thunderstorm or she could have just put on a white noise machine with a thunderstorm setting. And you would never know.
4: Well, either way, it's fantastic. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, you should load Pages clip into <laughs> your white noise Thanks, machine Paige. because that was it. fantastic. That's a fun story about having a little friendly betting about how many houses are going to be decorated. I Very thought cool. that was cool. Have enough. you ever done anything like that, either of you? No. No, I haven't.
0: But boy, do I love christmas lights around the holidays just driving around it makes everything better it makes going to the store better because you're going to see a few lights while you're out there it's just everything is better during the holiday season for all sorts of different reasons
4: including the lights totally shannon how about the next email i mean this is so packed we don't even have time to slow down here yeah
2: we gotta keep we gotta keep going all right from michelle goodlife ho 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 For your Christmas party episode, I wanted to share some traditions that we do in our home. We raised four children in a blended family where we had to share Christmas with another parent. To make this easier on the kids, we made Christmas more of a season instead of a day. For many years, we celebrated different countries' traditions within our own family traditions. Once we picked a country, here's how we did it. Our kitchen table would have pictures of the flag, famous places, foods, people, map of the country, etc., and we'd cover it with a plastic tablecloth so it was our focal point during the season. A couple of times a week, we'd learn about the country together and some of their traditions. We could pick some events to do throughout December that the specific country did, such as in Mexico from December 16th to Christmas Eve, they celebrate with parades or processions and parties at different houses we altered it to visit a different family each night to wish them a Merry Christmas, or in the case of Germany, on the eve of December 6th, we encouraged the children to put a boot out of their door and in the morning there would be little presents or chocolates from St. Nicholas, or Sweden, where you are given a book on Christmas Eve. I love this. Mm -hmm. Next, we'd combine it with a few of our traditions like baking with a different child each week of Advent after church, Sing singing, signing, happy birthday to Jesus.
4: I, I think it's singing.
2: Okay, but it could be signing. <laughs> I don't know
4: it could, it You could, could be signing, be. you could be singing. you are you are wishing Jesus a happy birthday. that's cool. <laughs>
2: Sing, singing sing, sorry singing happy birthday to jesus christmas morning with a cupcake or reading twas the night you could have a it,
4: cupcake or a muffin
2: <laughs> or a cupcake right, or a muffin that's a right
4: cuffin. it is a cuffin.
2: <laughs> or reading twas the night the nativity story by melody carlson on christmas eve boxing day shopping etc so lots of interesting um, suggestions mm-hmm. lastly we would incorporate food from the host country and serve it during the Christmas meal imagine having tacos with turkey we did yeah, well
4: we still don't have an answer on the taco turkey thing yeah okay. yeah, we
2: we learned about that a couple of weeks ago those mm-hmm. were special times that we still talk about today as our kids are now 25 to 31 years old they share about the time we cracked open a pinata on Christmas Day in the garage and still found candies months later or the year we did France and, yeah, and opened our gifts at midnight and had a midnight snack arranged of cold cuts, cheese, and punch. Now our home is a little more quiet and we do Christmas differently. The kids all come over on Christmas Eve and we share our meal and gifts during the evening and it ends with us going to a service. My husband and I share a quiet morning with a nice coffee and tea and open our gifts to each other without chaos all around. Our favorite time since we've started this was, believe it or not, Christmas 2020. Our government mandated that we couldn't meet with other households, so we made a full turkey spread and lots of baked goodies. We bought huge Santa sacks from the store and stuffed all of their gifts in them, and then at 6 p.m. on Christmas Eve, we drove to each of our children's homes and delivered supper, baked goods, and their gifts. On the way to each home, my husband would call them and ask in a deep Santa's voice if they've been naughty or nice this year. He wore a Santa's hat and I an elf hat. I once heard it said, probably on a Hallmark movie, that traditions are the stories that families write together. And I'm so glad to share ours with you. Merry Christmas. That's really nice. I love that, Michelle. Thank you for sharing that.
4: That is really nice. Um, Brandon, your children are younger than my child, and you're going to discover this soon. Uh, Emma is of the age now where she treats the kitchen like a drive through restaurant. She just grabs something and leaves. We're not having tablecloths and things from other countries and all this stuff. So I'm failing as a parent in comparison to Michelle here, but what a cool story and i like that bit at the end where she turned lemons into lemonade about driving around and, and delivering the gifts and i i really like that uh, have you been naughty or nice kind of thing i'm gonna have to do that
0: <laughs> not that you would ever do a santa
4: impression no, well no. not until mm-hmm. next month when i'm fully Never. qualified to do a santa impression yeah
0: that's true that's true
2: um the thing i love is that they did it when they were kids but they've still done it as They've grown older and I love it. They all continue these traditions as a family. So I really love that. That's awesome, Michelle.
0: And I was kind of out on this idea until I actually heard of some of the things like the waking up at midnight and eating
4: some cold cuts. So I'm down for eating cheese at midnight. There is nothing wrong with that. It doesn't even have to be Christmas. We could celebrate <laughs> yeah. Arbor Day that way. The
0: examples were fun the pinata in the That's garage fantastic. on Christmas Day, the midnight cold cut. I mean, I can get down with this, I think. I can get down with this.
2: Bran, you might have a new tradition that you're gonna do with your kids.
0: I just might. Uh, well, who who is that, Michelle? Michelle, send over all of the uh, all of the countries you did, yeah. and all of the things you did, and maybe I'll work
4: on it. Also, the longest email in the history of Christmas morning, so cool. Thank you, Michelle, for doing that. It was
0: fantastic.
2: Thank you, Michelle.
4: Next, I have an audio clip from wonderful friend of the show, and I say wonderful because she always likes my music, Ugh. Jessica Trinidad.
7: Hello and Merry Christmas. This is my favorite tradition from my childhood. We lived pretty close to my grandparents, just like the next city over, basically. And so we visited them all the time. And at Christmas time, my grandparents lived in Huntington Harbor. Their house was on the harbor, which means one side of their house faced the street and one side of their house faced the harbor. And we never knew which was the front or the back. <laughs> Um so every year at Christmas time, my grandpa would take us all in his boat and we would uh, ride around the harbor looking at all the lights. and people decorated that harbor side of their homes as much or more than the street side of their homes. And this isn't a time before you could just buy you know the mechanics of you know cool, animatronics and so forth, like people actually like made this stuff from scratch. And there was this one house where if you shine a flashlight on a particular bullseye, then it may have this whole machinery go that looked like it was Santa's workshop and the toys. And it was just so delightful. That was my absolute favorite thing to look forward to every single year at Christmas time. And now as an adult, um, we can't exactly do that anymore, but I do, once a December, take my children and my nephew and his wife and we all pile into the minivan and drive around certain lighted neighborhoods and kind of rehonor that tradition. So it makes me super happy to think about it. My grandpa was just a sensational human being and I love him and miss him so much. Merry Christmas.
2: Aw.
0: Wasn't that sweet?
2: That was so sweet.
0: That was so sweet. Shout out to Jessica's uh, grandpa.
2: Yeah, that was great.
4: We have one more I don't know if you want to call it a tradition email it i'm not quite sure it's from great friend of the show tony dixon okay he wanted to let us know and by the way he's the host of the happy halloween podcast Mm. he wanted to let us know it's six months to halloween the guy is never short of supporting his favorite holiday so here's a clip hello everyone my name is tony dixon i'm the host of the happy halloween podcast and mega fan of the christmas morning podcast In a few days, it will be halfway to Halloween, my favorite holiday, of course. So I figured for this month's Christmas party, I would read you a Christmas-themed two-sentence horror story. As I reached for the last gift under the tree, I felt a cold hand grab mine and pull me under, only to discover that the gift was a trap set by a vengeful ghost. I probably should have said that the preceding clip was very scary and should not have been listened to by children. Sorry about that.
2: Oh, wow. Should not be listened to by, by regular people, not just children. Jeez, that was scary. Oh,
0: my gosh. No, oh, but two sentences. Tony, you got me hooked, buddy. I need to know what's going on
4: here yeah tony also has a youtube channel called i think it's called fireside frights where he reads these kind of stories so if you're into that kind of stuff way too scary for me but i do listen to support him it was fun though huh
2: i love that tony i'm gonna start listening fireside frights wait you said it's a youtube channel
4: And I think you can listen to it as a podcast. I will make sure to take care of putting some sort of link in our uh, Christmas morning pod Instagram today.
0: And, and Tony, I just want to let you know, if you ever want me to come on and talk about some scary movies,
4: I'm down. You know, that is true. I forgot that you are into the horror movies and I saw the ring once, uh, 20 years ago and I'm still scared. So, uh, Brandon's your man, not me. I I,
0: I love a good scary. Mm -mm. Dan, Dan and I will go to a scary movie on a regular basis.
4: Why don't we take a quick break, and then when we come back, we'll do recipes and music and all the other cool stuff. Here on Christmas Morning. Love it! And we're back. What
0: a great break!
4: Sorry, oh my it was gosh! A really good break. I like. <laughs> you're still you're still pumped up from Tony's segment. I'm so pumped. Let's go. Uh, Ghouls. Cool. <laughs> uh, Scary, Brandon. Why don't you lead us in with a recipe and project submission section?
0: Okay. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Recipes are so fun i like them and i think i'll listen to one and
2: have a cuffing.
4: very nice thank you shannon would you read us the email you got it from rose maddox where she talks about another diabetic friendly recipe this is the most wonderful thing i know i'm pandering <laughs> because somebody is doing this just for me but gosh, I appreciate it. This feels self-serving at this point, Scott. That's right. If you want something to be featured on the show, pander to uh, uh, email Scotty. That's right. Take it away, Shannon. All right,
2: from Rosematics. Yeah. Woo, it's been a long day, but I finally made it out of the kitchen with a delicious dessert to share with you. This month's diabetic-friendly recipe is the age-old favorite pumpkin pie. It's easy to make a diabetic-friendly pumpkin pie. Take any basic pumpkin pie recipe and make two simple changes. One, dump the crust, and two, change out the sugar. For every one can of pumpkin, I like to use one-third cup of Swerve confectioner's sugar and two- Swerve. Mm -hmm. And two tablespoons of homemade maple syrup. The internet has a number of recipes for homemade maple syrup, but I'm partial to wholesome yums only three ingredients and less than one total carb pumpkin pie may be thought of as a traditional thanksgiving dessert but it's always been a staple in my house at christmas time along with mince pie and pecan pie is it pecan or pecan what do we think
4: uh, it depends if you're from georgia if, and i'm sure mm. friend of the show alonzo will be able to tell this but i'm pretty mm. sure i've heard that uh, a pecan is what truckers use go on
2: i like to say pecan but i'm gonna say pecan okay To make this pie look a little more Christmassy, I mixed dried cranberries with grain and sugar-free granola to top it off. Add a dollop of sugar-free whipped cream, and Bob Cratchit's your uncle. I
4: like that. (laughs) (laughs) A sixteenth
2: of this pie with a tablespoon of topping and a dollop of sugar-free whipped cream is roughly 15 total carbs. Thanks, Rose. Well, that was great. I love that. And she's included a picture.
0: So just no crust at all. No. There's not like a... Uh, a, a carb carb free crust out there.
4: You could with almond flour, but uh, my mom doesn't listen to this show. But she made one of the worst pumpkin pie crusts in the history of humanity. <laughs> so I'm still scarred for life from that growing up. So I'm I'm all in on the crust free one here. The only thing I have trouble with is that. Pumpkin pie uh, is made from canned pumpkin, which is what you give dogs. So I feel like I'm eating dog food when I eat it, but the flavor well, and is fantastic. and this was the episode. It's what you give dogs.
2: <laughs> and this was the episode that Scott's mom listened to.
4: <laughs> <laughs> the one, yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, a lot of people like pumpkin pie, Scott.
4: Yeah, I, I totally get that. I'm just I'm just wow. sharing why I have a little bit of a problem with it. And the, the, it's orange, you know, that's, that's a tough thing. Why? Do you like pumpkin
0: flavored things at all?
4: Oh, I do. Yes, very much
0: so.
2: You said it's orange, but pumpkins are orange and you like pumpkin flavored things that are usually orange. So
4: I know, but it's really, really orange. You ever sit down to a bowl full of orange? You don't really do it very often. And I think it's just with pumpkin pie.
0: What about with oranges?
4: (laughs) I eat oranges in the shower. (laughs) What? because when it goes all over the place okay. it's easy well, to wash right what? off okay well and have you tried the to whole shower what? smells I mean- like oranges. look it up shannon it's a thing eating I mean, oranges in the up. shower is a we thing are, if anybody no, out there does that no. please email me christmas not book. a thing well i didn't say send in photos <laughs> of you eating oranges in the shower i just said tell me that you do it that's all well then why don't you just do, why don't you just eat pumpkin pie in the shower
0: By this logic.
4: Okay. Yeah. By this logic. I, well, where am I going to put the fork that it's, it's always a problem, but um, we're way off main street here. Why don't we move, why don't we, before we lose Shannon, why don't we move on to a voice clip from Lenora Gilbert? She's going to tell us about her Christmas book advent calendars that she creates as kids gifts.
1: Hello, all you lovely Christmas party people. It's Lenora here in Phoenix, Arizona, your roving reporter and Christmas freak on the street. I'm here today to tell you about an advent calendar project that I do every year that helps me keep the Christmas spirit all year long. I create an advent calendar for kids made with Christmas books. This project does not cost a lot of money as I collect gently used Christmas books from thrift stores all through the year. You may not think there is a lot of Christmas items through the year at thrift stores, but as a regular shopper, I can tell you I collect a lot of Christmas items, albums, other small items all year long. Every month or so, I visit the thrift stores and I check out the book section and purchase Christmas books in good shape. Even if the dust covers are a little bit damaged, they can be tossed and the books look great. Think of the age of the child or children that you'd like to do this for and gear the reading level towards them. I did one for a daycare last year. You could do this for a friend, family member, or even for a shelter. Collect 24 books, Wrap in a variety of papers and place in a basket or container of your choice. I've used baskets from both thrift stores and like home goods, but it could just be a decorated cardboard box. I normally give them out around Thanksgiving so that the basket is available December 1st. I explain to the parents or the receiver to let the kids pick one book each day to unwrap from December 1st to 24th. Hopefully this can create a reading opportunity with the parents and kids and maybe start a new tradition the great thing is about this project is that it can be rewrapped and used for the same kids the next year or passed on to another family i love treasure hunting for christmas but even more i love to share it thanks everybody that is amazing
4: I love the monthly email from it. Lenora where she enumerates the ways that she's a better human being than all the rest of us combined. Seriously, uh, Brand, w- tick off the boxes here. We've got gifts yeah. for kids. We've got uh, going to thrift stores and reusing stuff instead of buying new. We've got reusing it the next year. I can't. I-, I can't, I can't even. It's it's so fun. She sent a photo. I'm going to post it on our Instagram. Lenora, you are the best. You're just the best human being. I, I love the stuff that you do.
0: Lenora, I can't help notice that um a little book called uh when's it going to be christmas again is not oh, included in this basket mm-hmm. but it would make for a wonderful um addition yes. to a christmas at a book yeah.
3: advent
4: calendar well you know why it's not there brand why is that because you can't find that book at a thrift store people treat that like a family treasure that's and they're not true. donating it that's what's happening
0: well that's true no that's fair that's fair
4: I love that. Thank you, Lenora. Every month, she just comes through with the the coolest stuff. I I just, I love these ideas. They're so much fun, Shannon. Amazing. So
2: great. I love that. Amazing. And I am, I am someone who does have a lot of books. Like, I, I had a vintage shop, and I sold a lot of books. Mm-hmm. And so I have a lot of books, so maybe I should just start wrapping them and giving them to people. And be like, this is your Christmas Advent calendar.
4: Yeah, exactly. You have Christmas a whole storage gifts. unit full of Christmas gifts for the next 10 I know. years.
2: There you go. There you go
4: brand yes can you lead us in with uh with some television review intro music sure. please? <laughs> it's time for television reviews <laughs> perfect thank you that was your best one yet thank you shannon you've been looking forward to this one oh, i teased I it oh. on the last episode oh, oh boy joe fulton the christmas aficionado noticed that we always keep reading living single living kringle
0: Living single, living Kringle, as uh, Scott likes to say, he likes to give a little Kringle. Okay, sorry.
4: Yeah,
3: exactly.
8: Living Kringle. Well, he
4: went out and he did a sixty-second review for us, so I'm going to
3: play
8: it. We all know the ladies are living single, but are they living Kringle? Give me sixty seconds of your time to hear my review and recap, starting now. The living single friends share Christmas memories together. Regine never got the Barbie Corvette she always wanted. Maxine played the Rat King in the Nutcracker. Overton missed the airing of his favorite Christmas special, The Little Elf That Could, and Kadia remembers the time she put in starfish on top of the tree. Sinclair is the only one that has Christmas spirit hosting a tree trimming party to celebrate Christmas and Kwanzaa. She gives a toast to Santa for giving her the only thing she wanted to celebrate with her friends for the holiday. Sadly, her friends abandoned the party to hook up or attend work commitments. They soon discover that Sinclair fulfilled their Christmas memories with Kadir finding a starfish on her work tree, Maxine gifted nutcracker tickets, Overton receiving a VHS copy of Little Elf That Could, and Regine receiving a Barbie dream car. They feel bad about failing to appreciate her, joining Sinclair at a bar singing Christmas carols with the other patrons, including a visibly intoxicated Santa. Everyone apologizes and is about ready to sing Winter Wonderland when they discover that the intoxicated Santa is now gone. Sinclair wonders is he the real Santa, using his Christmas magic to bring them together? But then suddenly, Santa appears from the bathroom proclaiming, you don't buy beer, you rent it. Final thoughts. It's really disappointing that you have to remind people the true meaning of Christmas. For Sinclair, all she wanted to do was be with her friends, and thankfully, they all eventually came around in the end. So they're Living Single Ladies, Living Kringle? I don't know, because I don't know what that means, but we did get a Santa P joke that made me laugh. I give the episode a C. That's my review of Living Single episode Living Kringle from 1993. What Christmas episode should I review next? Going forward, I'd like to make recommendations on not-so-well-known Christmas TV episodes. If you want to find out what happens when you try to keep your Christmas decorations up all year long, then watch the early 90s Nickelodeon show, The Adventures of Pete and Pete. The episode's called Oh Christmas Pete, where Pete battles for the soul of Christmas against the garbage man who wants the family tree. You can easily find this episode on YouTube. If you watch it, let me know what you think. I'm the Christmas aficionado and remember, stay off the naughty list. Just art. It's just art, is what that is.
4: I loved the review. I thought that was a lot of fun. The Santa P joke was very funny. And this is an audio medium. So listeners can't see, but Brandon's face lit up when he mentioned Pete and Pete. I love it. Is it, that a it. show? I love you. <laughs> Pete Pete. I, I, I could tell. I've, n- I've never seen it. But you know what? If Joe is going to go out of his way to do this for us, I am going to reciprocate by at least <gasps> watching the episode mm-hmm. that he recommended. And I'll give a full review either on i don't know regular weekly episode or next month i don't know let, let me know i don't care I'm, I'm i'm down for watching more christmas content well
0: good, the good news is yeah there you the good go news is, scott is we have you another showed. episode tomorrow
4: yeah i'm not sure i'm going to get to it before then but that, that's that's pretty do it. that's pretty do quick do turnaround it. Brand. Do, it. do it okay do all right, it all right do it um i don't know if it's possible for you to do a musical introduction to our musical segment but give it a go
0: okay it's music time loved it Ooh,
4: if anyone would like to send an early christmas gift you could send a banjo tuner to brandon i thought it was great it was we actually have two musicals uh uh what do you what do you what what submissions oh Oh, sorry the the word was escaping i I was so blown away by your your rendition there Brandon. i was struggling for words
2: it was it was amazing
4: the first no stranger To our Christmas party, Harmonica John Milan. Ah, it's mouth organ time, baby. With Here We Come a-wassling.
0: Hey, Brandon, Scott.
3: I thought since you guys spread so much good cheer with your your show that uh, I would send some your way and you could share it with some of your listeners. Here we go. Here We Come a-wassling.
4: Christmas. Wonderful. Wasn't that fun? Yay! Oh yeah.
1: Loved it. Loved it.
4: All right, the last clip today, full song. Wow, full song. Yep, this is from Jeremy Bootle. He said, "Hello, Brand, Shannon, and Scott. This is a Christmas song I wrote for my wife Ooh. the Christmas before we were married. Uh, the following spring, oh, it's about to get spicy. my sister, who was a published songwriter in L.A., got a hold of it and gave it the pro treatment." we reached out to my old college roommate to play the role of the christmas crooner attached is the final result merry christmas are you guys ready for this i i I could not be more ready for this
0: Mm,
2: i am
4: all right here we go
5: sleigh bells won't do if i don't have you if you're not The one by my side. Chestnuts may roast, but I just want you close. And next year I'll make you my bride. It's the last Stucking by the tree. Stars are smiling from
3: heaven.
5: Cause next year, it's fine. It's the light. With just one stalking by the tree
0: I will say I thought I did some pretty good stuff on the banjo today, but that even that song topped that. Totally. So, uh, congratulations, a wonderful, wonderful song. And if I'm um, if I'm your wife, I'm quite smitten.
7: Oh, I must oh. Say.
0: <laughs> <laughs> was that a weird way to say that? I don't know.
4: <laughs> wow, I don't know that I can top that. So we're not going to try. <laughs> All right, guys, that was our Christmas party for this month, and I say it every month, Yay. but I think we did even the last episode. I don't know how we're going to top it next month. So please, oh, listeners, think so. start thinking about what you want to submit for next month. If we even get half of what we had this month, it'll still be a wonderful episode. Thank you to everybody who took the time and went out of their way to make this a success. We're just here to present it. It's all thanks to you.
0: That's it. And this is, I think, the first. We're going to be back tomorrow with another episode. It's the first
4: back to back ever
0: during the year, back to back uh, Christmas morning. But guess what? We're at it again Mm. next month because the 25th is on a Thursday. So two months straight of back to back uh, Christmas morning episodes to close out the month. There's nothing wrong with that, I must say.
4: That's a good way to. To get into the long summer months. Yeah. So a little extra totally. burst of Christmas cheer. Shannon, thank you so much for coming today and for filling in last week. I'm sure everybody yeah. is gonna be thrilled that you were here twice in a row and is gonna miss you even more next week.
2: I mean, thank you for having me. I'm always happy to be here and I'm super excited for next month.
4: Well, until next month, Merry, Merry Christmas.
3: Christmas.